Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And today, we're going to talk about how to get started and to jumpstart your goals and how to not wait till New Year's Eve to make a change. Now, it can be so easy just to write off the rest of the year just because it gets cold and it gets miserable and you're close to New Year and you're like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'll wait to start any new habits or reach any goals in the new year. But the problem with that is you literally then lose like two, two and a half months of your life. Now, studies show that 25% of New Year's resolutions lose steam after one week and only 10% of them are actually seen through all the way till the end of the year. Those stats are crazy, but actually don't surprise me. There's so much pressure that comes with New Year's Eve and like setting these goals for the new year. But like, why is it that this specific date that was created in the middle of out of nothing is the specific date that we set new goals for and we have to wait till that time? Now, we are, this episode is going to get released probably at the start of November, which means you probably have about seven to eight weeks before New Year's. And apparently it takes about 66 days on average to form a new habit. Now, studies show that when you're forming a new habit, it can take anywhere between like 20 to like 200 days, but the average apparently is 66. That's about eight weeks. So basically, if you get started now with a new habit or working towards a new goal, by the time New Year's Eve, by the time 2024 comes around, you are going to be basically in such a better position because you're already going to have a goal or a habit in place and you can literally hit the ground running and you will feel like a completely new person. So my question to you is what is one goal that you could set yourself right now that you could work towards over this winter period that you could take you into the new year feeling absolutely amazing? It could be to learn something new about your finances, to learn how to invest. It could be to, you know, the classic one of getting fit. Just you want to get a fitness routine, like anything. Look at an area of your life that you are struggling with or you you don't feel confident in. Set yourself a mini goal that feels achievable for the next eight weeks. And I promise you, you will feel so different. Now, it's not that I'm anti-New Year's Eve or anti-New Year's resolutions at all. It's just if you have a problem in your life, a challenge, something you're struggling with, a pain point, why would you wait? Now, there's one thing, it being a Friday and you going, do you know what? I'm going to wait till Monday to start a diet. I like, I want to do it on a fresh week. There's another thing going, I'm going to ignore the next two months of my life just so that I can start a new goal or a new habit on New Year's Eve. Because as we've seen in the stats, there's so much pressure with New Year's Eve. The chances are there's a higher chance of you failing or not succeeding or sticking to it if you start in New Year's versus starting at a different point in the year. 
And it leans into this myth of the perfect time, this idea that there is a perfect time to start something and that perfect time being New Year's Eve. But there is no such thing as a perfect time. The best time to get started was yesterday. The second best time to get started is today. Now, I recently had a client who'd got herself into a bit of a pickle with like some debt. And I said to her, she was like, I think I'm going to wait till the new year to like start working on this, to start clearing it. And the reason why was because, you know, she got Christmas coming up. She had some birthdays, she had some things. And I said, that's fine. You want to do what you want to do. It has to work for you. But the best thing and the most important thing is to not get yourself into a worse position over the next two months so that you come into the new year feeling worse than you did before. Like you can wait, but you run the risk of being in more debt because you're already in the bad habit. And unless you're having a catalytic moment and a choice to go, I'm stopping overspending or I'm stop getting into more debt, that cycle is going to continue. And that means by New Year, if right now you've got this problem in November, by the New Year, you're going to be two months deeper into the issue. You're going to be two months more heavily burdened by the challenge that you have. Now, a lot of the time we deflect and avoid starting something because we are scared of the unknown. We are used to the, we like the comfortability of the familiar. That's what our brains do. And therefore it feels harder to start, but we have to start at some point if we want to make a change. There's always going to be that one day where it's like, this is the day that I chose. Now, how many times have you had moments where you've said to yourself, I'm going to get better at X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to stop doing X, Y, and Z, or I'm going to da-da-da-da-da-da. And then even though you've had good intentions and consciously you've wanted to do it, somehow it hasn't happened. That is because on a deep subconscious level, you either believe it's not possible for you, you're scared of change because you don't know what is on the other side, you don't know how hard it's going to be, or you're not, you haven't yet made the commitment to actually make that change. But the sooner you get started, the quicker you can get through those challenges. The thing as well is there is always going to be busy periods. So with that client, I was like, Christmas, birthdays, I completely get it. But if you can start a new habit or working towards a new goal during a busy time, it's going to be so much easier when you have periods of quiet. And if you can start something new when it's more inconvenient, you are going to build up resilience and better stamina with that habit and with that goal because you've done it during a busy time. And also making the assumption that there is going to be this perfect time in which you're not as busy or not as stressed to start something new or start a habit or a new goal, working towards a new goal. You are essentially telling yourself, I can only do new things or hard things or be consistent with habits when I'm not busy. And the issue is we are always going to be busy. There's always going to be events. There's always going to be something. And you will constantly be saying, I am waiting up for that day. And the issue is you are then setting yourself up for a loss because realistically, you're always going to be busy. There's always going to be things going on. And there's something called the ripple effect. So when you start something small, you're taking small daily actions that will have a ripple effect outwards. And you are literally putting yourself in a position where you can, those habits can lead to significant change by the time New Year's comes around. So that ripple effect, imagine you said, right, I want to learn how to invest. I don't need to do it in a day. I don't need to do it in an hour. I'm going to give myself two months. So I might do a course. I might read a book. I might watch a YouTube video. You could do one thing every couple of days. And by the time you came into the new year, you would already have so much knowledge and education that you could then hit the ground running with investing. Let's just say you wanted to get fitter instead of going, you know, balls to the wall and like 
going in doing two hours of exercise every single day, you could just set yourself a goal of saying, right, I want to go to three gym classes a week, or I want to do 10 minutes of yoga every single night. Like the the habit can be small and consistent. And it's that classic thing of like small but mighty, because in two months time, you will literally feel unrecognizable with the change that that has had on your life. It can be so fucking powerful. And by waiting, you are literally robbing yourself of the vast opportunities that are available to you right now. And it removes the pressure as you come into the new year. I know that I feel a lot of pressure when I come into the new year because I'm like, I want to get fit. I want to be healthy. I want this to be the best financial year I've had. I want this to be the most fun year I've had. And then there's all this long list. And when you feel like you're starting at zero or in minus numbers, you're like, fuck me. This is going to be hard. This is going to be stressful. I don't know where to start. I feel overwhelmed. But if you already have some lifestyle habits that lean into the type of person you want to be and the type of future you want to be, you only then have to stack on top of those. If you have created a good financial habit of checking your bank account and having money dates for yourself, by the time you come into the new year, you could go, oh, I'm already doing quite well with my money. The new goal is to do this, but you've already built a bit of financial confidence. So it's kind of like building those foundational blocks in prep for the new year. Now, I'm going to tell you about three of the goals slash changes that I want to make and achieve within the next eight weeks that are going to help me come into the new year feeling different. So number one is I want to learn how to DJ. Number two is I want a routine of uh, going to the gym. And number three, I want to have £1,000 saved to achieving my big happy goal. So let me talk to you about why I'm doing those now and not in January. So one of my new year's resolutions last year was to learn a new hobby. I was quite vague, quite unspecific, and I never made time for it. Now I have thought about DJing for years, right? Then I had a birthday party this weekend and A, it was the best birthday party of my life. And also my friend Megan brought around her DJ decks. We set them up in the middle of the lounge and it was just insane. And then the next day when I was a little bit hungover and she came over to pick them up, I learned how to DJ and she was just giving me a little go. And I haven't stopped thinking about it. It was so much fun. I absolutely loved it. It brought me so much joy. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was so present and I was like, this is a sign to actually start doing that. Now, why not learn it when the months are cold the nights are shorter and darker and colder and everyone's going to be in. Why not get a head start? It's going to give me an activity that doesn't involve spending money, doesn't involve like eating or like sitting in front of the sofa being an absolute like, well, you can sit. In, I was going to say sit in front of the sofa being lazy. Sitting in front of the caveat to this, sitting in front of the sofa does not make you lazy. But for me, I like to do things that really stimulate my brain. I do still watch telly. I do still lounge on the sofa. But learning to DJ is something that can give me some stimulation in those colder, darker nights and bring me some joy. Now, the fitness goal. Like I said, every single year I go into the new year with some kind of fitness goal, wanting to be my fittest, wanting to be my skinniest, wanting to be my whatever. I now have the best relationship with food and my body that I ever have done ever. And I already have a really good routine of getting up and going to yoga in the morning. And I've wanted to start going back to the gym for a while now because I want to weight lift and I want to like build muscle so that I get better in yoga. And therefore I've set myself a small goal of going to the gym three times a week. Now, funnily enough, the day that I'm recording this, I'm actually signing up to the gym and today is the first day that I'm going. So I'm really, really excited about it. And also when you exercise, you um, can, you get, you release endorphins and you can increase your levels of serotonin. So not only it's, it's helping my well-being in this side of the year. And by the time I turn up in January, it means, 
and this is my process, like my thought process, I don't necessarily have to have a fitness related New Year's resolution because I'm already there. So therefore that allows time and energy and effort to go into other things that I care about and want to focus on for the year. I don't have to worry about trying to get myself into the headspace of like, I really want to be fit this year. Like I need to get a habit because I'm going to come into January with already a routine and a fit, fit sort of healthy lifestyle. So therefore that allows me the mental, emotional and physical energy to direct it into other areas of my life that I care about. And finally, if you have seen on my Instagram or watch my podcast, listen to my podcast called Achieving My Big Happy Goal, you will know that I have set myself an exciting goal that I want to go traveling um, over the next few years. I want to take the business with me. And there are three things that I really need to be able to do that. I want £5,000 saved, £10,000 in, in investments, and I want to have an average cash flow of about £7,000 through my business every single month. Now, to be honest, because I've just, I I started this around summertime and I've been doing little bits around my money mindset and stuff like that, but I haven't really done anything practically. And I've had my birthday, I've had loads of fun, but I haven't really focused on it. And now I am ready to make a dent in it so that by the time I get to new year, I already feel like I'm on a roll. I don't feel like I'm starting at zero. I'll be back into the habit of saving, back into the habit of investing, all of those good things. And it just, I just feel like it will set me up in a good position for the year ahead. Now, what you need to remember is motivation follows action, not the other way around. We assume that we have to wait for motivation to strike action, but actually sometimes you have to grip through the discomfort and the pain of taking action, even when you don't want to. And then as you start to do that, the motivation follows. That is the cool thing about taking action. Now, imagine who you could be and where you could be in two months time. I just want you to take a moment. Maybe close your eyes if you're listening to this at home. If you're out walking or driving or something like that, probably don't close your eyes. But just take a moment to imagine yourself with two months time with some action and determination. Who could you be and where could you be and what situation could you be in and how would you feel? I am so excited to go into this new year feeling excited, energized, healthy, all of the things. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to indulge and have a great Christmas. But if around that I can have a routine of fitness, I know that I'm going to go into the new year healthy. Just the same as saving or these hobbies. These are all just things that I want to be part of my lifestyle and I'm going to carry over into the new year. But the thought of entering the new year, having already done that hard work during these colder months, excites the shit out of me. And if you are struggling with motivation or procrastination, I highly recommend the two minute rule. Now, it's basically the idea that any goal can be started within two minutes or less. For example, if you want to read more, read one page. That takes less than two minutes. If you want to journal, write one paragraph. That takes less than two minutes. If you want to exercise, do a couple of push-ups. That takes less than two minutes. And those things are small actions you can take in a really short period of time. So you don't have to use the excuse of, I don't have time or I don't have motivation because you've already done it on a smaller scale. And then over time, you can build it up. When it comes to your finances, let's say you want to clear your debt. Start by looking in your bank account at what you're working with. That takes less than two minutes. Let's say you want to be more financially literate. Read one page of a finance book or read one, you know, uh, Instagram reel on finance. Whatever that looks like, looks like. Use the two minute roll and see where you get to. 
Now, I hope that you found this uh, podcast useful and insightful. And I would absolutely love to hear the goals that you guys are planning to um, set yourself before the end of the year. Please do slide into my DMs or drop me an email and let me know. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I will see you next week. <laughs>